0: Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger
1: lives. I'm your co-host, Kimber Lovett-Minkiti. And I'm Wendy Papazian. And I'm Tiffany Fikes. And I don't know about you ladies, but it's gotten hot in Nashville where I live and most of the kids are out of school. And that means it's time to roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer.
2: Oh, Um, I like what you did there. Lazy, (laughs) hazy, crazy.
1: Is it hazy for you or crazy? Like, what kind of summers do you guys have?
2: Well, usually it's hot life? here. Yeah, we've had a really nice spring in Austin, and it's definitely really hot here right now. But yeah, I'm curious. What do you guys? What do you guys do for summer? Yeah. We do. I mean, I I
1: love summer. Summer was the craziest thing though. When I I remember graduating college, and then you know working, and then there was no summer, and it just felt so <laughs> weird to me that you were hot and wanted to swim, but your like schedule was just consistent the whole time. Um, So that's actually one of the most fun things about having kids for me is you get your, you get to have a summer experience again.
2: You do enjoy your summers. Well, and it's even worse because I grew up in Minnesota and summer is like the thing. So it's, I I actually feel like in the South, summer is less exciting than when Mm -hmm. I grew up because in the North you've got Seven, you know, in Minnesota, you have sometimes six to seven months of winter. So by the time summer rolls around, you're just like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So less exciting and less exciting in the South, but still awesome. And I love the way you do summer, Tiffany. I've watched you over the years and you really do summer, right? So- so,
0: she, that yeah, so she's we're going nice. to be good
2: tips for all of us. <laughs> she does. Yeah. So we're going to be talking today about our summer survival kit. So our tips for surviving summer uh, as a mom, um, not as a mom, as a dad, uh, not as a dad, uh, because it is a very different vibe and we want you guys to do it upright. It's part of your big life.
1: Well, and that's the thing. Sun, like on Monday... It's sunny so much longer. Whether you have kids or not, you're outside longer. We hung out with our neighbors till like eight or 8.30 or nine o'clock, totally unplanned. And then you're like, oh, shoot. That was Monday night. Like Tuesday is still coming, and so regardless of your familial status, like summer's Tuesday just drawing you always out.
2: Always comes,
0: no <laughs> matter how so, late you were hanging out. I love exactly. the early that the, the same thing on the front end. Like the I woke up the other morning. I was like, wait, wait, it's already late. I'm like what's happening? Oh, yeah. It's so bright, and I was like, wait, this means we just get so much more time to extend the day in whatever ways that means for you.
2: <laughs> well, I well I'm it. curious. What did summers look like for you guys growing up? You're both slightly younger than me, but I was a seventies kid. Yeah, we're Tiffany or the We're 80s. So we are Mm -hmm. kicked off the (laughs) eighties.
1: But I mean, I had the you're locked out of this house. Like Mm -hmm. we will see you at 6 p.m. And like, I literally remember banging on the garage door into the house because it was literally locked. Like, I just need water. And my mom's like, get it out of the hose.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Kids today.
2: With I, their water I had a similar and yeah.
0: yeah. Like there was not, we, we yeah. had like one week of vacation Bible school. We'd have one week of like family reunion. And other than that, like you better figure it out and don't, there was no conversation of like, I'm bored. What are we going to be doing? Like, you're going to program me all summer. Like, same thing. Like you were out of the house and we're so pumped about it. Like we would literally create intricate games and forts. And like, it was, yeah, like we were running back into the hose and back back out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I actually did swim team in the summer. Uh, And in my little town, there was just one pool, which means swim team had to happen before the pool opened. So even all the way through high school, my summer days started at 6 a.m. Wow. at the pool. So, like, wow. I was awoken, plunging not into cold person. water. And I am not a morning
2: person. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah, Maybe that's so. why. You're like, you're yeah, like I'm done funny. my mornings. I'm done. I mean... <laughs> I just mainly remember riding my bike around and hanging out with kids in my neighborhood and then coming home and watching days of our lives with my <laughs> with my babysitter <laughs> which was like a 70s thing. And then what's crazy is that by the time I was 10, I was already babysitting my little sister. My dad worked nights, so he was asleep in the back, but I mean, I was only 10 years old and she was 5. And yeah, so I remember like then I was the babysitter you know, I had to think up stuff for me and my sister to do which is funny because there's no TV. There's no iPad. There's no, I think by the time I was 13, we got an Atari, which was awesome. But anyway, life in the seventies was a grand thing. Yeah. Such a the eighties
1: were pretty good too. Yeah. And I'm sure so all our listeners in the nineties and let's be honest, our children have it they have it awesome. so good. <laughs> so they have good. it so
2: good. They have it so good. Yeah, juice boxes, water bottles, all the hydration. Kids are so hydrated these days.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, we balloons.
2: never drank water
1: unless it came remember. out of a hose.
2: Yeah, or a drinking fountain. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah,
1: or we were like putting something.
0: Not during it, the right? summer,
2: but <laughs> the pack. I'm trying out to about. figure
1: out like. Were we dehydrated? Like, did we live our whole lives dehydrated, or are they just overhydrated now? I well, don't know. I think know. we drink.
2: I drink a lot of Kool Aid personally. I every time we went to Kmart, I got a uh, what do you call it? A, a, slushy, oh, a slushy or something? Not a yeah. slushy, but the, the one were from those the Kmart called. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you remember the blue ones? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: well, so that good. was like the highlight of our trips, right? Because we got to pick your like five and five your your Kool Aid packets, like the flavors. Oh,
2: was, like, you did. Tried.
0: Oh yeah. That was like a okay. highlight. I would be like racing through the store to like pick out my packets. It's like yeah. highlight of summer.
2: It was like, <laughs> yeah, I had yeah, pick Kool-Aid. up my
0: packets and I had free reign to make whatever flavors yeah. I wanted. Just pure <laughs>
2: sugar. I mean, that stuff was great. It was just basically food coloring. You dump the sugar, sugar in and it's water. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> that was our hydration. <laughs> who needs,
2: <Tiffany>. who <laughs> needs electrolytes? <laughs> or flavor for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. All right. Well, obviously we need help because it's summertime and we're not watching Days of Our Lives anymore and we're not riding our bikes around. So I'm curious, guys, how are you surviving the summer this summer? Yeah. So
0: one of the things that that we did, um, I, this really started in COVID, was really coming up, like sitting down as a family at the beginning of summer and asking each of our boys, like what, what was going to make this an amazing summer for them, right? Which I was always, the last couple summers, I've been super surprised that it's kind of been like, we have a family fun day. Like it wasn't like we go to Bush Gardens or like we do this big, amazing thing and we leave the country. Like it was really often like we just do something that's really cool together. And we just kind of like let everybody brainstorm it out. We put like big butcher paper up on the wall and we write it all out. And then we circle a couple of things. And we literally, before we finish that day, we put them on the calendar so that we actually have at least one thing from everybody's list on the schedule that would define what would make. This an amazing summer for them, so and fun. it's been a cool So every way.
2: yeah, each each kid gets a fun day,
0: yeah, and mom. So yeah. mine was a device-free day, uh, which nobody Ooh. really appreciated. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that sounds like torture for moms. Actually, It is. I was like, we're gonna have exactly. I,
0: it, it sounded good, <laughs> and then I was like, you. it did, because they were like, well, you're gonna need to put your phone away, and then I was like, well, wait, maybe a device-free afternoon. <laughs> Start small. I think that's what we ended up with. I love that's that. Right.
1: But I love, I love that. that you calendar it. Like the the whole concept from like start to finish. You got a family meeting, you're you're gathering everybody's desires as a family. You're getting buy in for everybody to do these things together. And then you're calendaring it. Like that's the superpower part of her tip right there. You can make a list and put it on the wall, but if it's not on your calendar, it doesn't exist. So that's right. like that's a that right there is what I take away from that. Love that. Yeah.
2: Well, one of the things we did when my kids, of course, my kids are older now. They're 17 and 18. So summers look a lot different than when your kids are little and you have this sort of insane spreadsheet of camps uh, that you have to send your kids to. And um, but one of the things we did when, when we were little is we got a few neighborhood moms together and we each took a day. So I think there were probably like eight kids. It was five families, eight kids. And each mom took a day. So then that meant four of, the, four of the days, you got a free day. And then one of the days was basically hell. So And hard. Uh, yeah, so hard. Yeah, you've got two kids of your own, which is hard enough. And then all of a sudden you have like eight or nine kids for a whole day that you have to take care of. I remember we're, we went swimming in our pool, which was awesome. And then I thought, oh, we'll go on a trip to the Greenbelt. So... We walked over to the Greenbelt, super hot, you know, it's, it's Austin, Texas. So it's like hundred degrees, you know, down at the Greenbelt. And we get to this area where normally my kids just walk by and then half of the kids that I'm with decide to like climb up these boulders. So I have the majority of the children doing extremely dangerous things. (laughs) I've only got two hands. They're like falling down, filthy, everything. (laughs) I'm so stressed. Uh, I just remember thinking like, it's Lord of the Flies. Like you get more than four kids together and all of a sudden they're demons. And um, (laughs) yeah, that's like... It was a long time ago, you guys. Like, I'm reliving this trauma right now, so. Um. <laughs> well, we
1: did that. It's funny. I We called it mommy camp because they were a mm-hmm. little bit smaller. It was like they were mm-hmm. three to five-year-olds. Yeah, these and kids were little. Yeah. Yeah. We So I took them to the creek behind our house, and um, never in my life have I seen— Snakes in the creek, and we saw copperhead snakes. And I'm like, get out! And I'm like trying to gather ten children out of this creek while they're so curious. They're like, oh, a snake! Come look! Come look! And I'm like, get out of the creek!
2: We're really selling this tip, you guys. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) you've not sold me on the part.
1: Don't take them to the creek. But plan fifteen-minute increment activities, and then you get yeah. four days
2: off. Yes, yeah. Go to working or something like that. Yeah, exactly. A yeah, nice, yeah, safe, yeah. snake-free indoor activity.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. So m- one of my tips is for anyone: kids are not kids. Um, it's actually one of the one of the greatest things that I came up with, even just in controlling your schedule at all, but. You know, one of the things when I was in production and I was selling and having meetings with clients was my meetings were just all over the place because I wasn't helping them get into my schedule. I was just saying, when are you available? And um, so I crafted this script that um, said, okay, we do appointments at 1.30 or 3 in the afternoon. Um you know wh- what works for you. What day could you do 1:30 or three? And I found that helped a ton. It got about half my appointments to go into that 1:30 or three spot. But here's where the gold is. I changed my script because I was like, this is still not this is still not working as good as I want it to. So um, I would say we do appointments at 1:30 or three in the afternoons, or if that's too difficult for your work schedule, I'm sure I can move something around and make a lunchtime work. What afternoon is best for you? And just adding that, and if you've got a problem with that, here's my solution already baked in, Mm. um, got like 90%. So, you know, firefighters, doctors, they they couldn't necessarily do it. And I maybe would end up with one weekend meeting to accommodate them. But I got 90% of my appointments into noon to three so that if I wanted to go out on the boat... At three o'clock, I didn't have appointments after that. Or if I want to swim with my kids or if I want to go meet my friends and hike, like you can control your schedule with that language around setting appointments.
2: Wait, you have a boat? No, I don't have a boat, but you can rent Oh, one. OK. I was like, wait, what? If what you got invited out <laughs> <about>? <laughs> on someone else's boat, you got to yeah. be ready. <laughs> yeah. OK, got it. OK.
0: I do uh, love the, the blocking seg- element of that. Sorry, uh, Wendy. Yeah, no, Just that's so good. Like, the well, scheduling is great. Yeah, it's great. And I think so many times like we were like, oh, this is a pretty open week. And so you don't actually ahead of time block out the time. So if you just block, like I've just, this that's been my hack literally all year. I've just started to block time on the calendar because I realized my team, they respected the block. They respected if, I, if they were like, oh, wait, there's something out there. It just says like implementation time. It just has something. And then people will at least pause and ask you first. So I found that in the summers, especially just blocking out a Friday afternoons created space. And then I look up and I'm like, oh, I'm free. Because nobody took the time. I love it.
2: Yeah. You know? Well, put, you always want to put your priorities in your calendar first. So that's really what you're talking about for summer.
1: And so decide what your summer priorities are. Is it afternoon? Is it morning? Is it evening? And then block that for yourself so you can enjoy the warm weather or the swimming or whatever.
2: Well, I love that. And, you know, I'm thinking, gosh, you know, my kids are older and I don't I haven't done that. That's probably why summer's feeling hectic already. But Yeah, I need, you know, even when your kids are older, you need to do that to enjoy summer. I can remember one of the best days I ever had was I played hooky uh, with my friend Kara, and we just went down in the greenbelt and went swimming all day and it was like the best day. And so I need to have, I need to have a little bit more of that in my schedule. So love that. Um, The other thing you can do when your kids are little is you can initiate quiet time in your room for one hour.
1: Oh, yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. So, hey, everybody's gonna have quiet time. You can do whatever you want in there. You can read a book. You can take a nap. You can do whatever you want. But you're gonna just have quiet time in your room for one hour. And then I was, um, I'm a huge fan of Jen Hatmaker. I don't know if you guys know her. She's a blogger. Oh yeah. And she did something extra that I loved, which is she's she attached. So it's like habits, you know, we talk about habit stacking here. This is habit stacking for kids, which is um, quiet time in your room for one hour. And then when you get out, you do your chore for the day. So we always had kids do chores, but it's always like, oh, I'll get to it. You know, I'll do it. And it'll be like 8.30 at night and still haven't done it. You know, i still got time. I got three hours, three and a half hours. Yeah. And I thought this was brilliant. So it's like right after, you know, then they just get in that habit of after that quiet time. So then it's like, This becomes a highlight of your day. If you're a parent at home, you're like, dang, this is awesome. You
1: got an hour and the dishwasher got done. Like that sounds like an amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: Uh, Wendy, you haven't talked about sunscreen. You talk about sunscreen all the time. How are you going to work that in here?
2: Well... So definitely wear sunscreen, everyone. And actually, (laughs) you know, I was at this, um, (laughs) I had this, uh, well, two, I had two sunscreen things happen this week since we're going to go on this little, little, going to go on a little sunscreen tangent, but I had two sunscreen thing happen, things happen. One, I got on a board meeting yesterday and one of the employees of this company that I'm on the board of said to me, he said, Wendy, you'll be so proud of me. I've been wearing my sunscreen. I've been playing tennis every day. I was like, yay, okay, I converted someone. And he has great skin and he looks really young. So I was like, you look fantastic. So that was a win for me. And then I had a totally awkward moment with pretty much someone who was a stranger. We were at this um, investor event in Hawaii and the photographer was there. And you can just tell he spends, he's a photographer. He does a lot of outdoor shoots. He lives on Maui. Um, and his skin just looked like it had a lot of sun. And so, you know, me in my very subtle, gentle, loving way, Yeah, <laughs> I was asking him about his sunscreen and he just looked at me like, who are you? Like, why are you telling me to put sunscreen on right now? <laughs> but then his boss kind of chipped in. His boss was like, yeah, you, dude, you should put that stuff on every day. So I have a feeling in a few years, he's going to come back to me and be like, listen, you know what? I want to thank you for that tip. So those of you listening out there, your skin is your biggest organ. You Got to protect it. Even if you have darker skin, it's important. Wendy always talks about sunscreen and like, well, I actually
1: appreciate it because like we send a picture of we're on the beach and she's like, is everybody wearing their sunscreen? And I'm like, shoot, no, (laughs) I forgot for one of these children. Or we need to reapply, reapply. Well, but I was talking to some friends in Central Park last week and uh, we were actually talking about sunscreen. And here's the, the tip I didn't know, I'd never heard even from Wendy. Do you know how much sunscreen you're supposed to put on your body or your face.
2: Oh, it's a ridiculous amount.
1: It is so much sunscreen. Like if you do not have the size of a marble on your hand, you are not putting enough sunscreen on your face. Size of a marble for your whole, like at least it needs to actually be more than that. But that's, I'm moving up from a pea to a marble. Like that's what I'm doing in my mind. So reapply, don't reapply when you have to reapply too, but put more on than you think you need.
2: I had no idea. Thrift is good, except for when it comes to sunscreen. Yeah. Right there. These
0: are, you all are a thrifty girls, so
2: that's good to know. <laughs> not anymore on. though. Not anymore. Tiffany and I are going to become the spenders <laughs> now that we're okay. financially free. <laughs>
1: that's right. Let our passive income, we're going to yeah. let our passive Fund income work for
2: us now. Marble yeah. levels of sunscreen. I love
0: it. Yeah. I love that Seychelles, who's not with us today, gave us a tip too, right? Like just knowing when to ask for help. Like, I think sometimes we, like, I loved your mom camps, right? Because how are you making sure that you really focus on the help that you need? I found like a great hack for this was also just, there were lots of college students coming home and maybe they were home for just a couple weeks. Like we always had a couple of college students that were available to just jump in and to help us, whether that's like help running in the business for through like an internship opportunity or also just coming and hanging out. I realized like they were doing camp in the backyard, right? Where Then I was always like, you got to be outside. That's what worked for me. So they were coming and they were just like jumping around and hanging out. And they, they had lots of energy to go do all the things with the boys, which would give me some extra time to either just have a few minutes quietly or to just get anything extra done. So I think asking for help and building that into your summer plan is was a key part of my survival every summer.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: especially when you work for yourself. Yeah, that is that is actually really huge.
1: Well, and the days are longer, like they, the kids need more stuff. And so you may need help keeping them outside longer or, you know, getting them places that you don't in the school year necessarily need.
2: Well, and I think, you know, for our, for my kids um, for several years, especially when I was kind of starting my business, they were in this kind of relentless grind of camps all summer And I realized, especially for my younger one, uh, that was just really hard. You know, it was just hard on them. It's like new kids every week. Neither of them are particularly social. And so just like understanding that, um, that maybe that isn't really the best thing. Um, And, you know, getting someone to come to your house while you're there working. You know, if you work from home, get somebody to come and be there half time. It's probably cheaper than than that that spreadsheet of camps. And can I just tell you, like, summer camps are crazy. It's kind of an insane... Did you guys go through any kind of insane process for getting into a camp? There's one camp here in Austin for the... It's like a City of Austin art camp. And you have to get up at like 4.30 in the morning and wait in this giant line and try to get on this wait list to get on this camp which I did every single year. And I just can remember (laughs) standing in that line thinking like, what am I doing? This is insane. You know, what, what lengths do I go to, to not be around my kids all day?
0: So. Well, especially when you, when you do it and they're like, I don't want to go to that. Like, right. I have a, right. I'm at the 10, 11, 14 year old phase. So they're like, I don't know why you did all that for me. I'm not going to that camp. (laughs) Yeah. That's even more fun.
2: (laughs) So what about like scheduling, like wake up times? What about Food, what do y'all do for that? Cause I was always pretty like my kids are I kind of force them to be somewhat independent. So they both know how to cook. Um, and so I'm kind of like, you know what? Meals are on your own. I'm not gonna do that stuff after a certain point. I mean, obviously not for my two-year-old or something like that, but what is your philosophy on that? I have yeah, a very similar philosophy.
1: Yeah, lunches are I haven't touched my kid like ever. They went to a school that provided lunches in kindergarten and then they went. To a different school that didn't. And I was like, first grade, let's figure out how to make a sandwich. And so like lunches are so you've always never made on the your kids kids,
2: kids lunch? That's no, awesome. I've
1: I've made it before, <laughs> but it's been a choice. I've been like,
2: Hey, you treat. guys, hey listeners. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's a great example of like you think it's something that you have to do. Yeah. And the reality is, maybe it isn't. And then it becomes a treat when I can gift my kids like, oh, yeah, you don't have to worry about lunch today. I'm going to make your sandwich or I'm going to do whatever that is versus an expectation that my kids have that I am there to feed them at every moment.
0: And I back that um, up like we do. We go to the grocery store together. We do Instacart like we sit down all together so that they're picking things that they want, that they feel comfortable like baking for themselves and like Literally, I was Instacarting with my three-year-old sitting, laying beside me over the weekend. And he literally points to a corn dog. And I don't think I've ordered or bought. I don't even know where he's experienced (laughs) corn dogs as a three-year-old. But I was like, okay, let's order it. And when I say it was like the highlight of the weekend, the boys were like, we're having corn dog, which I would have never, would have never been on the list. And so I was like, you can thank Cameron because he's the one that that bright blue blacks uh, from Walmart was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: was all it took. So that's let the them engage them in the process. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So Tiffany's never made her kids lunch and Kimber's never g- given her kids a corn dog. This is sad. <laughs> <laughs> Our poor, deprived, capable so poor, children. <laughs> <depressed>. <laughs> Somebody call <laughs> CPS, right? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And that's, and that's huge. Well, what, and what do you guys, what, what about meal prep? What about dinner in the summer? What do you guys lean towards? I always want to know what moms do for dinner nothing changes for us in
1: the summer it's we still have the the woman who preps food for us does that mm. through the summer um i give the boys what does that options look like? i didn't know you uh, did that i think i oh, did yeah. but i forgot she yeah. she comes in grocery shops the um she's awesome she's like a i mean she's like a becoming a chef. And so we don't even tell her what we want. She just comes in and buys groceries and preps it and leaves us instructions on what to do with it. So like last night, we had this toasted crab salad open face sandwich thing that she had this uh, sauce in the fridge for us. There was all this stuff in a container. So we just added the sauce to the container, toasted the bread and put it on it. and And then we had a lovely... Lovely dinner, uh, thanks
2: to AJ, the awesome. Okay, so you don't tell her what you want? No, she just
1: kind of like learns. Like she makes something, we say, hey, we don't really love bell peppers or hey, the kids don't really eat mushrooms. Um, But- What if you wanted a corn dog? Well, you could definitely, we've got a list of (laughs) groceries. So if the corn dog needs to get on there, we add it to the list. Like, hey, we want this. But I don't like thinking about it. It's just not a fun thing for me, so. Yeah, yeah.
0: We do a lot more grilling in the summer. So I, we do a lot of like, we I get the boys who have started to love it. Like, especially my middle two, like we'll slice like a ton of fruit up on Sundays. So we have lots of fruit in the fridge, just like fresh fruit, all sliced up, watermelons, cantaloupes, like they're, they're all set. And then we do a lot of grilling. Like we slice up the veggies and we do a lot of salmon stuff on the grill, hot dog salmon, like just throw it on the grill and kind of rock and roll. And so that is always, we just kicked that off this past weekend and everyone is at least for, you know, one week seeming very excited about our food options.
1: <laughs> so you give your 10 year old a blade big enough to cut a watermelon?
0: No, I cut the big one. And then oh, okay. they use, yeah. But I mean, it's their 10 and 11. They're bigger than me. So I'm like, yeah. you can figure it out, right? <laughs> so we started with like plastic, like little like great kids knives. Um, and now they're up to like, they're not, I slice the big slices, but then, yeah, then they like beg to do it. They've become super helpful. Like with me, I will like prepare some on the weekends. I have this amazing casserole recipe for like breakfast, and so we slice all everything up and put it in the fridge. And yeah, it's it's been fun to see them like get excited about helping with the meal plans. You have four sous chefs right. and well, some three. big eaters. Three, really big, big eaters. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's your grocery bill like?
0: It is scary. Costco is like a weekly occurrence.
1: Four
2: boys, wow.
0: two gallons of milk. Um, like, right, at least only two, two? Dozen eggs. Oh, that's
1: uh, my kids. go My two boys go through two my gallons. Through, so I expected that three. to be more. Yeah, yeah it's probably yeah. like
0: four days. But uh, <laughs> I do have like rules where I'm like, OK, switch to something else for bread. <laughs> Kool-Aid.
2: <laughs>
1: yes, I'm like,
2: this is enough, <laughs> enough. you yes. got to
1: take you got to let them Instacart their Kool-Aid. You should totally in- <laughs> make that a part of your summer with your boys.
2: Yeah, your five choices.
0: That's right. I'm going to put on. Yeah. They'd be very happy for you, ladies. <laughs>
2: yeah, I love that. Well, guys, I think what's really important uh, about all of this is, again, being intentional about your time. You know, we talk a lot about being intentional about your time. And summer is no exception because um, I don't know about you guys, but this summer I'm being super intentional because it's the last summer that my oldest son is going to be with us before he starts college. And I don't think it's going to be the last summer he's going to be at home with us. And I don't know that. So, uh, we have planned multiple vacations. We just got back from Hawaii. Um, we have our whole family here to celebrate Gus's graduation. We're going to Ireland in a couple of weeks. We're going to Minnesota for a couple of weeks. So just that intentionality, just remembering like, Hey, you know what? You only have a certain number of summers left with your kids. Okay. Kimber, your oldest is 14. It's going to high school. And I've, I've literally
0: said that to so many people Yeah, and he's, he's key Travels a bunch of the summer with like camps and hockey. And I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, this is it. Like we're on the four summer countdown before you go to college. Like yep, we, we're we gonna do
2: it a little bit different this summer. Yep, and you know, Tiffany, you're like me. You got one, two, and you're done. I know, I'm. Mean, um, they're gonna be
1: done so fast. Once one yep. leaves, the next one's right behind
2: them. It's gonna be crazy. Yep, yep. it's tough. So guys, it's just a good reminder um, as you're out there building your really big business to really think about your summers. You only have a certain number left. And even if your kids are five, uh, your summers are going to look very different even in five years. Um, I can remember when our kids were, I think, eight and nine, and we just really thought about it. We're like, gosh, we really only have maybe seven or eight summers left. So please go out there, uh, be intentional, remember our ahas, think about all the tips we talked about today and go out there and build your big business and even bigger life. Bye guys. Enjoy the sunshine. Bye and don't forget your sunscreen.